Good evening, listeners, and welcome to another episode of The Midnight Run, brought to you by KWZD. We've got a fantastic show for you tonight. We're going to start off our show with Gumshoe, with uh, guest host David Cummings sitting in for Brandon Newton. Thoughts and prayers to Brandon Newton. We'll have more coverage on that in just a couple moments. Uh, we're going to be sitting down with Gene Greer today, and I took a walk. We've got a very special episode. We've got a panel of people big in the film world sitting at the table for box seats talking about their Oscar snubs of the year for 2019. So stay tuned, got a fantastic show for you. This is KWZD. Please keep in mind KWZD is member supported content, so become a member today and re- re- feel free to send a tote as well. Send Anytime you send your your contribution to tote, we have a tote, and we will shortly be giving totes out once again. So please contribute to our tote-a-thon this year, uh, running through April. Up next is Gump Show. Thank you, KWZD, for turning into another Gum Show. It's David Cummings in for Brandon Newton. Mr. Newton couldn't be with us this evening as he has been detained in a Lithuanian work camp while on location for a story. The talks between KWZD and the Lithuanian camp have not been going well, so chances are we may never hear that story. Our thoughts and prayers go out to you. But on tonight's episode, we have a lovely panel of guests as uh, as they claim to be media influencers. They have taken it to an entirely new level. Is always say, how do you brand yourself? Well, fashion is you brand yourself with what you wear, how you wear them, who you're wearing. Now, when we see these on social media, we see them on commercials and on our day-to-day lives. But what we have here is a entirely new trend where they have taken on not the face of the company, but more of the forehead. They have changed their names and their entire lives to coincide with a corporation. To be introduced, our wonderful panel of guests we have today, uh, we have Richard Big Red Norman. Hey, thanks for having me. Uh, this is Big Red Dick Norman right here. Phenomenal. Next, we have a, uh, a wheelin' Wayne Watkins. Yeah, 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 that's me. I'm just here doing... What's great? What's living? What's life? Trust me. Now we have a uh, our last guest here is we have a Eugene twenty three and Gene Minton. Uh, it's great to be here. It's great, uh, almost as nice as it is to uh, connect with your history and who you are as a person. Is you're the culmination of everything that came before you, and you can find that uh, yeah, through let's, twenty. Let's, oh, let's save it for the show. Okay. Let's, okay. Let's save it for the show. Um. As I've said, uh, we, the, the three of you have taken the branding and the media influencer to an entirely different uh, level. I'd uh, like to hear from each of you um, how this has affected your lives and uh, your relationship with your loved ones. Like, um, Mr. Uh, Mr. Big Red, um, yeah, how, is yeah. this, how has this affected your love life being the forehead for this corporation? It's been phenomenal. Look, I started out as just a skinny little twerp, but I started beefing up 
and people noticed, yeah, yeah. and that's how I got big, right? And then, and then came the red, you know, and that was all about just giving myself a sense, giving myself a coloration, giving myself a new name, all right? So now all I do is I just put cinnamon all over my body, you know, and it gives me that great, great, nice red color that you're seeing here, mostly rash, um, but I'm working on that. Uh, but yeah, just smell me. Smell me. Come on. Bring it in. Bring it in. That's the big red brand right there. And as for my love life, chicks dig cinnamon. It tickles their nose and it tickles a, a little other thing, if you know what I mean. No, let's let's not get crass. Let's. Big red loves crass. We crass your mouth. I believe uh, I've had enough of. Uh... I've had enough from you, Mr. Uh, Big Red. Thank you for... What, you gonna try to kick me out right now? Big Red does not get removed from interviews. Big Red is flavor to the extreme for at least 45 seconds. Well, Mr. Uh, Mr. Big Red, we have other guests here that I will need to get to. Then get to them. I'm gonna keep talking, though. Actually, I, that's all about. I got to say for the moment. So yeah, you know that's, that's what I thought. I want to hear from uh, Wheatley and Wayne. I, I am the host of this show. Let's uh, let's keep then this. Like let's it. let's keep this structured. I'm a little I'm a little juice. <laughs> cinnamon gets to your brain. No, what we can take from that is that it really affects you on a personal level. This man has clearly lost his mind. He doesn't know where Richard begins and Big Red ends. Now, as for uh, Mr. Whelan Wayne Watkins, um, yeah, let me. Uh, what what are you? Uh, what corporation are you uh, in, aligned with? Well, you, you know, uh, everyone in the internet's heard of it, like the 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 one wheel, that that new startup brand. That's it's the wheel on a board. You ride it everywhere. It can ride on any surface. It can even go up some small stairs. Some. Smaller stairs. Yes, I've, and, I've, I've um, heard some buzz uh, of the. Uh, I mean, the I, I did have to move out of my second floor apartment because the stairs were too tall, and I am contractually obligated to wheel everywhere I go. I cannot set foot on ground. Well, yes, I see you are, uh, in fact, wearing them right now. Yes, it 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 is revolutionized my entire life. Everywhere I'm going, I am wheeling and I am dealing. So let me let me get this straight. You're wearing contractually obligated to wear these at all times. Absolutely. So in the bed, in the shower. How does that affect your day-to-day life, um, from bathing to uh, going to the store? It makes it much better. I get to ride on any surface. My feet can't step on hard glass, but these wheels can and will every day. Because I go across the, the glass streets of New York. Well, I'll have to say, Mr. Willen, I don't believe that this makes your life better at all. Oh, it makes my life phenomenal. Are you kidding me? Like, I used to be able to go upstairs and now I can't and that makes me happy. Alright, well, I have to, I have to commend your... Uh... Your dedication to your cause. I mean, no. when I was walking everywhere, I didn't fall on my ass every three minutes. I do now. And that really is the best way to live your best life. Yeah, well, thank you very much for uh, coming in with us. Uh, well, uh, now we'll uh, move on with uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. 23 and Gene. Now, let me ask, 
Do you... Let me ask you something, Mr. Cummings. Oh, mm-hmm. Where are you from? Well, I'm from a little town in Mars, Michigan. More importantly, where's your family from? More importantly, where was their family from? And more oh, yes, importantly, I, I see where, where was with this. Yes, their yes. family from? It almost answers my question of, do you le- have any time? Do you leave any time of the day for Eugene? Or is it... 23 and Eugene it is all the time. 23 and Eugene all the time. This is what I've contractually signed up for for the next four years. No, let me ask. I do get time is, off. I get I get a very generous amount of time off. Is, a, is that tiring? Is, a, is no, that, I, is is that I, taxing? I get a strong 45 minutes to myself every every Sunday, and I enjoy it. And other than that, oh, yeah, yeah. Is a, this is kind technically counting towards that 45 minutes, but you know, we're not going to be here that long. I'm also still staying on brand. Uh, yeah, is I, but I spend uh, you know, a fair amount of time just connecting people, trying to dig into their past, um, collecting DNA samples wherever I, whenever I have a, a chance. Is that I have hundreds of Q-tips on me at any given moment. Can you, how many can you see? Well, None. Serious. Well, and with, and there's, the ones you can see. There, there's there's a few coming out of your shirt actually. Uh, yeah, yeah, there are those, but there's a lot you can't see. Is I'm I'm just collecting DNA, you know. I'm all about the brand. Is is uh, collecting DNA? That is very concerning. Oh, not at all, not at all. It's uh, it's I, as I walk through the streets. Let's say someone throws a can away, and and I'll say, hey, uh, how do you feel about sending your DNA to a company and learning more about yourself? And they might like push me down, and but that's great because it makes it easier to get to the can. And so I'll take that and I'll send it in and fill in my own report because mm. they need data. And, and what I'm doing is I'm bridging between that data, the company, and opportunities to customers. It's a great way to it's get DNA. And I just got to say, it's big red. When people That's spit true. out their gum, don't just step in it. That is quite a disgusting up. way, but yes, Pick it up and mail word. it in. Exactly. And also, you can't, you can't step in gum if you're on wheels. I have a question. Be a uh, way to collect gum. I have a, I have a question. Uh, I'd like to, I'm going to ask, and I'm going to go to each of you uh, to, to get a response. Please keep it brief. Um, how do you interact with other brand foreheads? Do you see them as competition? Do you see them as brethren in your new way of life? Um, how do you see them, and how do you interact with them? Let's, uh, we'll, uh, let's start with Mr. Uh, Mr. Whelan. How do, how do you... Uh... Well, it, it depends on the brand, really. I mean, if, if it's... You know, something that works with wheels, like uh, sports apparel, I love them. I love uh, uh, Quicksilver James. And uh, But if, if it's a vehicle, I am very against their lifestyle. I will not get into any car. Because I can't. So you see them as more of an antagonistic? Absolutely. Yeah, sorry. Well, um, Mr. Um, Mr. Big Red, uh, how do you... Uh, same question. Well, you know, there's a lot of different people trying to represent chewing gum, and they're just not as big and red as I am, so what are they going to do? No, if you see um, a Mr. Juicy James Fruit, uh, how do you interact with him? I'll kick his ass, just like they pay me to do. Mm, all right. Now, uh, as a same question, uh, how, do, uh, how do you see the uh, other brand foreheads? Mr. Even Lummoxes uh, mm-hmm. like like Ancestry Andy Adams, they, they came from somewhere, and this is just opportunity to connect people with their past, and more importantly, how we're all connected in this entire blue marble, 
and through time and space itself. We're all connected through our DNA. And so I, I report, approach any brand any way I can is I just want to delve into their DNA and collect as much as possible. So, so any way to, to get discarded gum or Q-tips? Well, no, not discarded gum or, or Q-tips. It can also be soda cans, um, um, so any socks, way, any way you can to get their, their refuse is what I'm hearing. Well, anywhere to get to get DNA, tissues or otherwise, you know, you, is but of course, you know, this is all uh, we want to make a customer out of them more than anything. So you know, and you want to learn more about yourself, mm-hmm. don't you? So, so just always on the job. Yeah, you know, swabbing cheeks and, and fixing leaks this in family history. It's all been very illuminating. We've seen a. Uh, Seen a, a side of the corporate sponsor that has never uh, has never been delved into before. This is all brand new, and uh, we're really feeling it out. So we will. Oh, oh, God. spin to this bag. Okay. Well, all right. So I believe. I believe we've. Uh, this is all the time we have today. Uh, I'd like to thank all of my uh, my guests for uh, coming today. Now, it's your pleasure. It, it has. And uh, this is uh, David Cummings, uh, again, sitting in for Brandon Newton for Gumshoe. Thank you, KWZD. Hey, Will, come here and smell me. Yeah. All right, guys, so I, I don't actually work for 23 Me. I'm just really trying to get my foot in the door right now. That's why I'm sending so much DNA as I can right now. No, wait, 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 wait. You don't work for 23 well, not technically, I'm a brand ambassador. Uh, we have a brand ambassador. KWZD is made possible by members like you, but also sponsors like this one. Mike's Meat Medley. That's right, Mike's Meat Medley is more than just your corner store bodega. It is more than just your neighborhood supermarket. Mike's Meat Medley is meat directly to you, the consumer. It cuts out those messy meat middlemen and delivers meat straight from the pastures onto your plates. And subscribe to Mike's Meat Medley today for your free extra pound of ground pig snout. That's locally sourced heritage pig snout. It hasn't been altered since pigs were first brought over here with the pilgrims. That's straight pilgrim pig snout sent directly to you. And if you use the KWZD code KWZ meat sweat, that gets you eight pounds of extra pork with any order. That of course comes to complimentary with any six month subscription. So use KWZD meat sweat today to subscribe to Mike's Meat Medley. Mike's Meat Medley. Mmm, mmm, meat. I'm Mike, and I got meat. This is KWZD. Hello, listeners, and uh, welcome to I Took a Walk. I'm, of course, the ever-lovely Gene Greer. And uh, I'm, I'm in studio today. I'm actually uh, kicking my feet up, if you will. Um, taking a little break, relaxing for the new year. And I figured I'd take you through a trip of some of the old places we visited last year. Some places we might not have actually been able to air. Or a few of the places that were aired, but I think deserve another look. 
of course, these visits always are just the best part of my day, my life, my year. And so, I hope these are the best of the best for you. Just like that one time, uh, last year, early June, when I visited uh, Maine City, Maine, where the residents had uh, moved strictly straight into the forest to live. They called themselves the Fae. Uh, let's go ahead and cut to that little bit. Oh, I see. Uh, out, out there, right by the tree, there's a man. He's, he's got just a basket full of goods. Let's let's go check him out. Hello, hey, um, yes. I'm I'm Gene Greer from KWZD, and um, I just I'd like to talk to you a little bit about uh, four years your life here. Four years. Last time I wore pants. Uh, that that's exactly what I was gonna ask. How did you know? Uh, it's what most clothed folk ask me. These leathers and furs keep me plenty warm as I gather my wares from the forest. Now, um. Living in the forest, uh, what do you do for a living? Um, I've been informed that no one here has strictly jobs anymore. They just have lifestyles. Yes, we have lifestyles which are comprised of needs and responsibilities which we all partake and fulfill, such as mine, as I am, am tasked with finding elder roots and squirrels in order to feed and clothe our children. And, um... These woods, they, they seem very old and ancient, almost older than the, the trees just on the other side of town. They are much older um, and much more ancient. There's something, there's a power within this nature, and it will return. It will return to its rightful place if we will merely open uh, our hearts to it. Well, it was, you it was, it was lovely meeting you. Message. Thank, thanks for your time. And it's it was just lovely meeting these these wonderful new people who had just abandoned all form of modern society and returned to the deeply ancient ways, as they called them. And from there, I would like to move on. My lovely visit in Alabama, New York, where people had been living out on the ocean. They fashioned trash and other various debris from New York City and called themselves Alabama. Let's cut to my favorite visitor out there. Ah, there, there's a man out paddling back on his own skiff. He's tying himself back to the the mainland. Um, sir, sir, I, I see you're you're rejoining your raft to the the larger um, Alabama here. Yeah, that's all right. Um, I'm I of course am Gene Greer from the very popular. I took a walk on KWZ. Uh, may I ask your name and? Uh, livelihood? I am Hans Montgomery. Hans Montgomery. I, I live out here in the trash pile. We collect, we find, and we gather. Oh, so I, I'm to believe that uh, your your trip out into the ocean was to gather as much debris to expand Alabama as far as you could. Absolutely. Sometimes we return to the shore to gather up pieces of Alabama that have gone lost. Oh, that... That makes that makes a lot of sense, you know. Being out here on the open seas, the the water will knock parts of Alabama loose and return. That's that's quite a, a wonderful job you have to keep Alabama whole and to keep it away from uh, other societies that look down on on garbage and debris. It's a shame that there's so much garbage and there's so much uses for the garbage and we just throw it away. 
So Alabama is saving the world a one cup at a time, a one straw out of a turtle nose at a time. Well, I I thank you personally for what you're doing here. Yes. Would you like to buy seagulls? Um. Have many seagulls train seagulls to do many tasks. You know what? Actually, I'll I'll, I'll take a seagull. All right. <coughs> I, of course, had to return the seagull to the sea. It would not stop biting. Um, It it might have been what it was trained to do. I'm not sure. He never specified. Um, And lastly, this is arguably my favorite visit of the entire year is the Great Park in central Nebraska, a amalgam of every other park that they had. They dug up some of the soil, some of the trees, and patched together this very, very large park right in the center of the state. Let's let's run to that clip. Oh, I see I see there's there's a man who's he's he's digging up treasure, I believe. Um let's let's so go see what he's digging up. Uh, sir, sir, Gene Greer oh. from uh, KWZD is wonderful yeah, to meet you. Uh, it's, been, it's been quite a while since I've seen another person around here. I I, I have seen that uh, most of the Great Park is quite abandoned. Do you, do you have anything um, to say on that? Like, why there aren't many people here? I, I thought well, parks were for people. All you see is, I was part of the first uh, when they when they opened... I was just a, a young boy, and uh, well, I was part of the first wave that uh, that entered here. Um, so there's, I'm sure most of us are still somewhere in the park, but it's just... It is a very large it's park. It's such a, a vast and expansive place that, well, I, I feel I seem to have gotten lost. So was, uh, I'm over here actually digging myself a, a nice sleep pit to, uh, to, ah, to rest yes, for the night. But... Uh, but, but now that you're here, I uh, it's been it's been so long since so I've spoken to another person. Let me. Oh, let me it's, just, it's um, yes, oh, it's, it's uh, good shaking your hand. It's good shaking you. your hand too. Um, so you you've lived here since they first built the park. Oh, lived here in a sense, yeah. You know, I more of just survived. The, I mean, they have brought forging uh, bushes from parks like Yellowstone and Zion and. There, there are the occasional animals, so I could see a survival being capable here. Yeah, well, I'm, well, I'm proof, you know, is that it's yeah. been, like I said, it's very true. It's been a number of years since... I, I believe years. it has been 18 years since the, the soil was first dropped on this land. Eight, eight, yeah, it's, it's, it's 2019. You, you, you guys started this project in 2001. Eighteen years? And I've got to say, that that park was gorgeous. Just lush evergreens, tall as you've ever seen. Deciduous trees. Just every bit of flora and fauna you could think of in a park. Just gloriously on display. With very few people around. And I've got to say, it has been a pleasure walking down these roads with you, KWZD. And I hope you keep walking with me in the future as we discover new and wonderful places around the world. You've been listening to I Took a Walk, and this is KWZD. KWZD is made possible by members like you, but also sponsors like this one. 
kids, want to get around town, but you don't want to walk? Leave it to one wheel! That's right kids, strap this wheel onto your feet, <laughs> one per foot, and it'll get you around in style. Just ask our man Wheelin! Yeah, it's so great! I don't have to walk anywhere anymore. My feet have never been so used as little as now. That's right kids, you too can be as great as Wheelin! Bye now! This is KWZD. KWZD is not responsible for any injuries by one wheel. Hey there folks, thanks for joining me, Deli Johnson here, up in the box seats. Everybody's in the middle of award show fever, and you know, lists came out and there were a few omissions that we just found egregious. So I called together a panel of experts in the industry to where we could all discuss our big snubs from the award shows this year in the world of film. From the, the Mumford Times culture section, I've got Paul C. Willett. Oh, hello. How are you today? And thanks for being here, Paul. Oh, thanks for having me. From BusyBusyBee.com, we've got top film critic Joseph Touche. From the deepest bowels of my being. I greet you. And of course we've got none other than Jason Quinn himself. The main man, you may know him from Quizzin' with Quinn, the Inquisitor, or his show Wibblin' with Quinn, where he just loves to spit his hot takes out for movies. You might know him from one of the plethora of his podcasts or appearances, his YouTube features. His man, this man's all over the place. Oh, what a, what a lovely introduction. Uh, thank you for having me here and letting me... Talk, debate, and yell about what I'm passionate about. All right, maybe not yell so much, but... Oh, I'm you know, going to yell. That's, okay, okay, we'll take it, Quinn. So, um, and I'm, of course, your host, Deli Johnson, today. Now, we, I respect everybody who got nominated for the awards. I think we can all agree upon that. I mean, I wouldn't say everybody, but you... I'll, I'll agree for, for sake of conversation. Um, maybe we should break down the category and, and we can discuss... Uh, the big snubs. Um, best sound design, I think, was maybe had an omission. Is uh, Paul? I know. I know you're uh, uh, a pioneer in sound, and you're a bit of a stickler for it. Oh yeah, one of the greatest movies with the sound design was Rainfall in New York. Uh, I thought the rain sounds were beyond realistic. It sent you into a dreamscape, and for them to just not even be nominated, to just be cast out of the whole thing was absurd. I heard for that film, they actually used rain from all over the world. Rain forests, city rains, country rains, jungle rains. And you spoke with the main sound engineer, Hans Klonda, a bit about it, didn't you? Mm -hmm. I did, and he traveled the whole world gathering all different types of rains uh, and trying to schedule those flights during the storms was just such a task that it took four years to curate these rain sounds. And for all of that work to go unrecognized, I'm just so frustrated. Absolutely egregious. So be sure to check out Rains of New York and pay attention to some of those beautiful sounds. Mr. Quinn, is is you known as I see you just seething in the corner here? Is you, you just seem is is what's doing there? I don't understand how you have a 
award for sound design and you don't give it to the clear you you don't even nominate the clear winner of the best sound design that has ever happened the screaming tree absolutely deserves the award the amount of pitch and and vocalization change that went through that tree the sound of the wind howling outside of the town was exact to the the town that they set the movie in and the shooting was nowhere near that town i am sorry to get a little heated and actually yell a little bit um i'm, no, I'm no, trying to stay calm i understand you don't wish me to yell too much but the screaming it, tree was incredibly polarizing is is several I, it left several I, people I, deaf. I understand that the three the acting mute. in the movie fell flat it was well it was it was trees, not well acted out and I understand that, but to to ignore the gorgeous design of sound, you close your eyes and get every second of that film's hair. And you it's could not true. say that for any of the films nominated. It's, it's very true. Well, sound is a big year for sound. Now, everybody likes is, is what our darling categories: actors, actresses, directors. Is it? Hey, we'll do, is, what was the, what was the big actor snub you felt, uh, Mr. Touche? Uh, there were a lot of films out, very polarizing. It's great nominees. Is Howard Witchens probably the shoe in for it for his role as uh, the water cooler man in The Great Escapeness? Who else should have filled out this field? Tears, sorrow, just a sense of loss. All of these scenes perfectly conveyed by no other than. Matthew Veronica for his beautiful visionary work as the doctor in Who's There? Who's There? A bit of an indie darling this year. It's very select release as I heard it only played in a few doctor's waiting rooms and three theaters? All of it, of course, available online, as long as your favorite streaming platform is Yahoo Movies. Pure, unadulterated brilliance. All of it. It, it was a fantastic film. Is we here at KWZD, we had the director on an earlier episode, so be sure to tune into that back in April. Mr. Willett, uh, you of course are known for the technical side of movies and opinions there, mm-hmm. but performance is always at the heart of any film, so... What did you feel is is missing this year? Well, the best performance was by Hank Jr.'s on A Rolling Stone Gathers No Moss, But Sometimes It Hits People That Doesn't Deserve To Be Hit, And Oftentimes It Injures Them, And What Do They Do? That was my favorite movie. And for that role, he had to not only gain 200 pounds, but then lose those 200 pounds and then lose a hundred more. So if you think about it, this man started at 140, gained 200 pounds, got to 340, and then lost a lot of weight. And our thoughts and prayers are with he and him and his family now. Hoping he comes through with that coma. It was the role of a lifetime. It was magnificent and masterful. Unrecognized. Unrecognized. <laughs> uh, 
Mr. Quinn, I would be remiss if I didn't ask for your opinion. On Before I uh, go into my opinion, I would like to recognize that Hank uh, Jr.'s, he absolutely deserves an Oscar. He has been overlooked year after year after year. This is his 18th year of acting, and he has not received a single Oscar. But I, I do have a disagreement on who was snubbed more. And I believe that was uh, uh, the, the great animal actor Chubba of Misty Mountain Hop. He was in true form as this mockumentary of ape life. The, the performance he gave as a gorilla that wasn't his own self gorilla, just it opened my eyes to what animal actors could be. That's completely true. Is uh, I think, I think uh, to untrained eyes, is we weren't really tuned this new form of performance. A lot of people saw it as just a gorilla being a gorilla, but this gorilla was acting in a way far different to itself, much as human actors do. If you look at Mr. Hank Jr.'s, you would just see a man acting as a man. and, and Larger and, and smaller man. Very true, but he was a human the whole time through, and... If you look at it through that lens, then no, he doesn't deserve it, but he absolutely deserves the nomination, just as Chubba does. Chubba, life imitating art, imitating animal, who is imitating art, imitating life portrayed on screen. Uh, but let's wrap it up with each one of you. Uh, give me your, everybody's favorite, best director, best film. Is, is oh, What do you think is missing? We'll start off with you, Mr. Uh, Touchette. Teetering on the precipice staring into the void only to be saved by the brilliant work of Dan Johnson and his smash hit Lincoln the final years visionary this genius bring to life truly breathtaking of course you might recognize Lincoln the final years from many uh, writers uh, top 10 horror lists of the year so that's definitely a, uh, one you don't want to miss get the popcorn turn off the lights put the kids to bed and check that one out uh mr quinn oh uh, yes um well not often do i think director <clears throat> and movie both deserve the nomination uh, a lot of times i feel directors excel but maybe the movie did not but in this case i very much believe that they should go to the same movie. And that is The Y2K. Uh, a, a thrilling mockumentary of what would have happened if uh, computer and technology had succumbed to the Y2K virus. And uh, Paul Themkins just does a beautiful, a beautiful job of directing and telling people how they should act and the horror of the time ticking down and the, the decision to make the film cut hard to a strict black screen no credits credits were given out as you left the theater once that time hit the year 2000 on screen that was an experience more than just a film it, truly it truly made me believe what if the virus had happened and we're living in an alternate universe of that my car actually didn't start after seeing that film it was Absolutely terrifying. I, I believe it would be. Yeah, it turned out I hadn't driven there at all. And Mr. Willett, what for you was your most egregious snub of the year? I have to say, Poker Chips Are Not Edible was my favorite documentary, and the director that I would have to choose is Mr. Roger Rogerson in his film 
Don't tape me anymore, you bastard. Um, both, both were just amazing. They were such art coming to life that them just not being nominated. <laughs> both those are very fantastic films. Is a, Mr. Willett is really uh, underselling it by saying how raw it is. Of course, uh, Roger Rogerson uh, being completely unaware that he was being filmed for a feature film up until after the fact when he did agree to release the footage that he had inadvertently been filming of himself. It's really a study in character, life, and it really pushes the boundaries of what this medium can do and what it should be considered to be. Honestly, if even if it doesn't earn an Oscar as it won't since it wasn't nominated, it should be taught in schools as as how to film. It's true. Is is one of the scenes there? Solid eight minutes of a man just eating a sandwich and looking disdainfully as the camera. Art, art, art. Incredible. Well, uh, folks, uh, gentlemen, thank you for joining us on the show today. We'll have you back soon, Mr. Willette, probably in a, in a wrap-up. We'll talk about the winners. Come back next time. We've got the cast from <laughs> on the show next time, so be sure to check them out. Garbage film. Uh, we can save that for later. Uh, I'm Deli Johnson, and thanks for joining me here up in the box seats. Well, um, <clears throat> please edit me out. I don't want anything to do with studio Mr. Quinn. interviews. Mr. Quinn, Mr. Such Quinn, please trivial garbage. Are, I truly believe that everyone here is terrible people. You're unabashed. I, I apologize for yelling. Your pure, unabashed rage has filled me with such disdain. He signed his release. Right? We'll just sue him if he has an issue with it. Thank you for joining us in another installment of Late Night Run brought to you by KWZZD. I want to thank all of our hosts, all of our guests, and most importantly, you, the listener today, for making today possible. Be sure to become a member today and send in that tote to us. I'm Matt Ramirez, and this is KWZD.